Hey guys, so today I wanted to talk about something that I've struggled with pretty much my entire life. Basically taking care of myself without feeling guilty. People-pleasing tendencies. I've spent a lot of years really trying to break down why it is that I have this guilty association with taking care of myself. I've always had these very severe people-pleasing tendencies and I've talked to a lot of different people and I've learned that obviously I'm not the only one that has this issue. I think that it's not really something that gets talked about enough and I've really been trying to retrain my brain for the last couple years. I don't want to hop on here and preach to you guys like I have all of this figured out. I do find myself at times falling back into that way of thinking, you know, over explaining myself, feeling bad about putting myself first, but I am able to now recognize when I'm starting to do that and correct it and basically rid myself of that looming dark cloud of guilt that appears over your head when you're trying to put yourself first or when you have to take care of yourself. And if you are a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser, you know that feeling that I'm talking about. So if you're struggling with this or have struggled with this in the past, this video is for you. Let's work through this together because I think everybody needs to understand that you're not a bad person for needing to put yourself first. You're not a bad person for needing to take care of yourself. Taking care of yourself isn't selfish. So let's dissect this a little more. And I think the best place to start would be trying to break down and figure out why it is that we even have all of this guilt associated with doing something that's going to actually benefit not only ourselves, but all the people that we care about in our lives, right? Why do we feel guilty for needing to put ourselves first? Why do we feel guilty for needing to take care of ourselves? I feel like this whole way of thinking is actually implemented in our brains from the second we're brought onto this earth with our parents. The reality of it is all of our parents only did the best that they can do. And all of our parents are also people who have their own past and their own traumas and their own experiences and their own parents who implemented, you know, their own ideas into their own kids. Most of our parents want the best for us when they're parenting us and when they're trying to guide us and telling us what we should do, you know, who we should be, how to act. I would say that unless the parent is obviously, you know, a narcissist or has some sort of like power trip going on, most parents are really trying to do what's best for their child when they're telling them how to act. They're just trying their best, right? But I think the real conditioning of developing this mindset comes from school. The second you enter the school system, you're always taught to put the way you feel to the side. You're always taught that you need to obey and you need to be this type of person in order to be accepted or you need to follow these rules in order for there to be no consequences. The way you feel always comes last. If you really break down like the entirety of the school day, right, which is where you spend damn near your entire life until you're 18, five days out of the week, eight to nine hours a day. If you have like activities or sports, I mean, that's even like 10 to 14 hours a day, like crazy amounts of your time in this place where you're constantly being told to fall in line and to behave a certain type of way, to look a certain type of way, to dress a certain type of way, to speak a certain type of way, right? The list is it's endless. You have to raise your hand to go to the restroom. Like you can't even, you don't even have the like ability to think for yourself intuitively and be like, damn, I have to pee. So I'm going to get up and now take care of that. I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom because I have to pee. And they always also shove down your throat, right? Like this idea of if you challenge authority 
at all, there's going to be a consequence. Like if you don't raise your hand or if you don't tell a teacher what you're doing or if you talk back or if you question them, right? It's seen almost as like disrespect. I had multiple teachers who would always say like on the first day of school how, you know, there's no such thing as a stupid question. And then later down the line, there were so many instances where they would damn near shame the student in front of the class for asking a question or if they were lost or if they weren't exactly following along at the moment because sometimes your mind wanders or maybe you had to go to the restroom or maybe you had a family emergency. Like God forbid something actually happens in your personal life uh, where you can't focus all of your attention on this passage from Huckleberry Finn. I just think that that's where the conditioning starts. And especially if you don't have that support at home, you know, if your parents are extremely dictative and always trying to tell you who to be, how to act, always enforcing so many rules and making you explain yourself to them constantly. I feel like that combination from you having that constant pressure at school and then at home as well, I feel like it's almost inevitable to form this person who is going to be walking through life scared of pissing off people and that translates into friendships and relationships and marriages and then the cycle continues when you then have kids as well so I think that that's why I do feel so passionate about trying to fix this shit right now before I bring kids in the world because I don't want to continue this cycle and I don't ever want to make my kids feel like they need to walk on eggshells around me or around anybody in life. Like that is no way to live life. You know, I just always want whoever is around me to feel like it is a safe place for them to be able to express themselves freely. I literally woke up one day and realized that I have basically been or become like a shell of a person. I had watered down so many parts of who I am in order to please other people around me, which is so backwards because taking the time to prioritize yourself and your well-being and your financial status and your mental health, like prioritizing you is going to then give you the opportunity to be able to show up as the best person for the people it is that you truly love and care about anyways. That's what's so crazy about this whole concept. And that's why I feel like not being able to master taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself is ultimately the root of so much different like family traumas and bad relationships that we have. You know, it creates this cycle of resentment. I currently don't have kids right now, but this is why we're working together right now and we're going to figure this shit out. So if we do decide to have kids, we're not pushing all of our resentment and insecurities and weak ways of thinking onto our kids. So now that we have this idea, right, of like why it is that we have such guilt around taking care of ourselves and why it is that we have these people-pleasing tendencies, now what? First things first, and we need to remove this negative association that we have with the word selfish because being selfish isn't always a bad thing. There are ways to be selfish without hurting people, without causing others pain. You know, sometimes you just need to be selfish because it's crucial for your mental health, because it's crucial for your physical health, because it's crucial for your survival. You're not a bad person for needing to be selfish. You're not a bad person for needing to take care of yourself. You're not a bad person for wanting to be your best self, for wanting to improve. We've all hurt people in our past. 
it's that's a life you know none of us are perfect we've all said some things that we regret we've all done things that we regret and the reality of it is you can't take it back once things have been said once things have been done they've been done it's in the past and all you can do is move forward and try to be better stop punishing yourself for bad mistakes that you've made in the past that shit's gone it's done it's done with all you can do is move on and try to be better and you taking the time to hold yourself accountable and make the decision to want to be better and to change to invest back into yourself is only going to help those people who you truly love, who you truly want to help in the long run anyways. A really hard pill to swallow is with gain, there is loss, and with loss, there is gain. You can't always have it all. That's not how life works. In making the decision to invest your time and to invest your energy into yourself, with that, you're going to also lose energy and time elsewhere. For example, certain friendships. You might lose certain friendships in this process simply because you're not in a position right now in your life where you can invest as much time and as much energy as you used to. That doesn't make you a shitty person. I noticed when I stopped reaching out consistently to some people, I didn't hear back from them. You know, the relationship was non-existent. And although it hurts in that moment, that's not a loss. You know, that's actually a win. We're cutting off dead weight at that point. Kind of just becomes a it is what it is type of situation. Like there's only so much of yourself that you can give. And when you continue to give and give and pour and pour so much of yourself into other people, you're leaving yourself with nothing time and time again. And that's why you find yourself time and time again feeling burnt out, feeling drained, feeling stuck. There is no such thing as loss without gain. There's no such thing as gain without loss. It is what it is. You're going to have to make hard decisions in making this commitment to yourself. You're going to have to make sacrifices. You know, you're not going to be able to spend as much time screwing off the same way you used to, you know, watching four hours of reality TV and playing video games and eating shit food and, you know, never getting any exercise. Like if you truly want to invest in yourself and you truly want to heal yourself, You're going to have to let go of shitty friendships. You're going to have to let go of bad habits. This is just a reality of it. And if you're not ready to do that, then you're not being honest with yourself and you're not ready to actually put yourself first. You're not ready to pour into yourself and you're using these other people as a scapegoat. You're using these bad habits as a scapegoat to pour all of your energy into and then use as an excuse to say, oh, well, now I'm burnt out. We need to understand that there's going to be loss within this process. And I'm telling you right now, the benefits of choosing to prioritize yourself and be a little selfish with your time and energy during certain periods of your life is absolutely going to outweigh the positives that come with people pleasing and putting other people's feelings and thoughts and opinions before your own always. They in no way compare and I know a lot of this is easier said than done but for example let's just talk about some of the consequences that become a result of you being a people pleaser. Number one the most important consequence of living like this What, in my opinion, would be the fact that you never really get a full chance to know who you actually are. And what I mean by this is if you're constantly always trying to put other people's feelings and opinions above your own, that means that every single time you go to decide something for yourself or you go to act upon something, 
you second guess yourself and most likely you choose to not even do it or act upon it or say that or whatever it is that it might be because we learn so much about ourselves from trial and error, right? And from failure. And if we don't actually ever give ourselves the chance to act upon certain things or say certain things or make certain decisions, we don't ever have the opportunity to figure out what it even is that we do like. You know, we don't have a chance to see consequences from our actions that we take. We don't get that life experience. Like you're lacking so much life experience when you're putting off those life-changing decisions. Like you don't even know who you are because you haven't even fucking tried to do anything. You haven't even spoke up for yourself. You're too scared to do anything. Like I literally woke up one day like a couple years ago and like I was saying earlier at the beginning of this episode, I didn't even know who I was. Like I had to literally get to know myself again. And when you're living this way, another very serious consequence that is going to arise is going to be resentment. In carrying this resentment, it's so toxic, it's so poisonous to be looking through life with a lens of resentment, to be having relationships with people with resentment, you know, twisted all up in there. And in having that resentment, it also then causes this like, inauthenticity within the relationships because although you might love this person, you resent them at the same time, which then causes like some of the things that you're doing for these people to almost be like disingenuous because although you do love them and you do want to help them at your core, there's also this like dark cloud looming over you still that's like, damn, I should be doing this for myself instead. And it's one thing to like help somebody out once in a while. That's obviously not what I'm talking about. Like if you are consistently doing this time and time again, you're always putting their own needs, their own opinions and feelings over your own. You absolutely will be neglecting yourself in that process because you're leaving nothing else left for yourself. Living like this can cause anxiety and depression, right? Like you're going to always feel anxious because you're not investing in yourself, right? Like you know deep down always there's that looming thought like, damn, I am not doing what I was put on this earth to do. I'm not fulfilling my purpose. I'm not pouring into myself. I don't even know who I am. It's going to cause that feeling of anxiety, that feeling of not knowing, that feeling of I'm not doing enough because you're not. And that's just the reality of it. Like you might love these people with your entire heart and being, but you're not fulfilling your soul's purpose. And in making the decision to invest in yourself, you're also essentially making the decision to truly invest in the people around you too, right? In a far much better way than you can even take care of them right now. Like if you really want to add such value to their life, take that shit to the next level and understand that developing yourself, taking care of yourself is going to give you more qualities, more attributes, just the opportunity to be able to bring more to the table when it comes to helping them. And I realize just in reflecting back to my own friendships and my own relationships that I've had in the past, even my family, I just feel like I'm able to show up as a better partner now, a better friend, a better daughter, a better sister. I was able to do the work for myself and I was able to, you know, break down my own insecurities and my own bullshit and heal my body. I feel like I disassociated damn near like so much of my life um, because I never prioritized 
me. I I didn't even know who I was. I was just so focused on making sure everyone else was okay and walking on eggshells. Like as much as I am trying to get this figured out, I still catch myself all the time falling back into those people pleasing tendencies. It's really, really difficult when it's been literally pounded into your brain to feel like that, to think like that since damn near the beginning of time since you were brought into this earth. Like it's really, really difficult. I really want to put emphasis on the fact that you're not a bad person for needing to be selfish with your time, for needing to take care of yourself, guys. Like there's only so much that you can give and you need to save some of that energy for yourself. Why is it so easy for us to love and to give so much to the people in our lives, but so hard to give to ourselves like why is it so difficult it shouldn't be it should not be at all like you deserve the love that you so effortlessly give to everybody else you are so worthy you are worthy of that life that you want and you can't give that life to yourself until you understand that you need to be a little bit selfish like it's it's just not gonna happen it's not the life that you want the things that you want the people that you want in your life none of that is gonna just show up at your door Like you have to make sacrifices in order to put yourself in a position to be able to receive those opportunities in order to attract those same like-minded people into your life. You're going to need to cut the dead weight out. You're going to need to get rid of the fake friends. We're going to need to get rid of these bad habits that we have. It's just the harsh ass truth. But anyways, I hope that this episode made you feel a little bit less alone. Feel free to reach out as always at any time on my Instagram, any of my socials. I have all of that in the description below. And yeah, let me know what you're thinking. Like, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? We're in this together, guys, as I always say. Please, please, please take care of yourselves. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.